Um, I am hoping to be of service to others and to use hopefully my story to be um, an example for other mothers or other women that um, they are dealing with limiting beliefs or or fears that what if I can't do it or what if I don't succeed? I feel like the question should be how can I succeed and how can I do it? You're listening to the She Is Fierce podcast. I'm Kelly Youngs, the founder of She Is Fierce, a global women's network that elevates women's stories and gives you the tools and connections you need to live on purpose. On our podcast, you'll hear the inspiring stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who have overcome challenges and built purpose-filled lives. And you'll get a behind-the-scenes look at my mission-driven business and learn how to brand and grow your own. Welcome back, everyone. I am so thrilled to be here today with a special guest. She is um, here with us on the podcast today, but she is also going to be speaking at our annual Women's Wednesday event on June 7th at the Treasury on the Plaza in St. Augustine, Florida. Alma Ramirez is a contemporary abstract artist. She was born in Mexico and graduated from the Instituto de Bellas Artes in Chihuahua, Mexico in 2008 with a BA in Fine Arts. She developed her latest body of work when she moved to Florida and is inspired by water and the colors in the atmosphere. And she has an amazing story that I'm going to ask her to share about a pixelated image that inspired so much of her beautiful work. So Alma, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to have you on with us today and have you speaking at Women's Wednesday. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and sharing my story with your audience. So um, when we first met, you shared a little bit of your background with me, and I was fascinated by your beautiful artwork, but also by your personal story and your kind of journey of traveling all over the world and then ending up in Florida and, um, and creating this amazing work out of a unique experience that happened to you. So can I ask you to kind of open the conversation by sharing a little bit of that story you shared with me about how you went from a fine arts degree in Mexico to Europe to Florida, and now you have your own gallery and you have your fine art being sold all over the place? Yes, of course. Um, I'll be happy to. Thank you. And well, I was um, born in Mexico, like you say, in a family of five girls. Everybody was into science and my parents are chemists. And since a very young age, I was um, very attracted to arts and um, all the cultures are all over the world. And one of my dream was traveling to Europe. So I uh, got a job as an au pair in Austria in a wonderful family. And I um, that gave me the means to travel around um, Europe. And it was a beautiful experience. It opened many possibilities for me. It opened my eyes to a new way to see life and the world. And I saw so many pieces of art that I am um, so glad 
I did. I was just dreaming about that um, for the longest time, and it was very good. It was a very good experience. So I came back to America in 2008, in 2008 to further my studies. So yes, so I was in Austria until 2011 when I came to America to further my studies, and that at the time, I um, met a very special person, and we got married and moved back to Europe. And uh, it was when I became a mom, and life got busier. And uh, at that point, I wasn't creating, and I wasn't painting at all. I was more focusing that new stage of my life of motherhood, which changed my world again. My um, it was a beautiful experience, and it was. Um, very overwhelming, but yet very fulfilling for me. And it was a time of many changes in my life. We, we came back to the States in 2013. And it was when we landed in Florida. And I was just very overwhelmed by the beauty of the ocean, the water around us, springs, and all these beautiful scenery, uh, scenery in, in the state that it was very inspiring for me to begin with. I um, also was going through um, a new stage in my life. I became a single mother and life uh, was all again, once again, like changing for me. And I had to, in some way, um, deal with um, all these emotions and reinvent my story because I was dealing with uh, questions like who I am now like I was this person before but now what is my new story <laughs> because life didn't happen the way I wanted definitely that uh, you had a preconceived story preconceived narrative of your life how is it going to happen step one step two step three and we will live happily ever after but that was not in my story in my current story so I decided just to go to the beach with my little boy. It was a baby at the time and he started to walk. And um, I was taking pictures of everything around us. And it was beautiful. For me, it was like a visual diary to take pictures of the beautiful sunsets. And that cleared my mind. And that was um, a very good method to decompress and and just calm myself like uh, going for long beach walks one time when I was um, in a walk with my baby it was when one wave came too close to us and knocked knocked my baby so I was trying to juggle everything the camera fell in the water and um, anyways it was a mess so I came home and um, just trying to see if the camera still working, the memory stick gave me a very pixelated images. Um, and that was the pivotal moment, the moment when I found so much beauty in that image because it was not a broken image. It was a brand new image. It was when um, I realized that it was my, a story to be told in a story to be painted. So I wanted to paint that in my work. I that connected me back with art and that connected me bar back with what I felt that I was missing, which it was um, my passion. And I start painting that picture uh, with the only intention of 
getting absorbing that message into my life that peaceful scenery even though you don't quite see it perfectly because it's not perfect it was a new version of that sunset and it was a new version for me to see the world sometimes world the world or lives or life situation can be pixelated but it doesn't mean that it's broken. It means that it's a new, a new version, a new version of life, a new version of a story or, or a new version of yourself. And it was very meaningful to me. So I created a couple of paintings with the same intention, absorbing that positive uh, new way to see the world. And that is how my style began to be. That's that transformed, that became my new voice in art. And I keep exploring that same concept because I feel like that um, still resonating with me yeah. in life that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, I think that's such an amazing story for so many reasons. Um, most of all, the bigger picture about how, and you said this word reinvention, right? So how you were able to kind of think about your life as, okay, things didn't stack up exactly as I thought they would. Let me figure out what I'm going to do to make it a version of myself and my world that I'm happy with that is different from what I originally thought. And then, um, you know, for our Women's Wednesday event, we're exploring the idea of living creatively. And I, as someone who is not an artist, I try to be creative in so many things we do. Um, but I feel like so inspired and uh, so much admiration for people who have that ability to create a physical version of art, right? And mm -hmm. I love the story that you have around seeing that pixelated image and seeing that as a kind of recreating your own version of that as a way to reinvent yourself and your perspective and how... I mean, I, just to describe it, I'll try to describe it, but you can describe in much better way, I'm sure, the artwork that you have. So it's like light and bright, and I feel like it just makes you look feel happy. You have lots of light blues, and you have beautiful pinks and oranges, and um, it's it looks very Florida, I would say, right? As you said, because you're inspired by it, and you have that kind of pixelation quality in your work, and... Now, let me let you, as the artist, describe what your work looks like. And I, I did it for everyone who is like me and doesn't really know the right words. But can you share the language that other artists would understand? Yes, thank you. So, yes, my work is uh, very um, consistent in the style, which um, some people call it pixelated style. Um, I don't think I have... Uh, formal work for it is a semi-representational work, which means that it doesn't depict a perfect image. It doesn't represent a perfect sailboat. And it's not about a sailboat. It's about the whole feeling, creating a harmony with the colors and creating that using color and composition, I, I tried to create a harmonious scenery, uh, but also I use a lot of um, intense colors to create that interest and joy and pop of curiosity of why is this vibrant color doing in the middle of all this um, pastel um, palette. Yeah. So that is um, that is my message. Uh, try to find the joy and the unexpected 
tones in a very smooth and serene um, painting. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And you said it, I love, and I would say like, before we ever met, I would pass your gallery all the time. And I shared with you, I think I, I would always make me happy, right? Because you have these beautiful, bright, uh, vibrant colors that just give you that feeling of happiness. So um, with that in mind, I want to ask you, will you share a little bit of your story around how you went from um, an art, a fine artist, right? So somebody who graduated with a degree, you eventually became an art teacher, and then you were able to transition from being an art teacher into truly a working fine artist with your own business and your own gallery. And as many women who are listening to this um, will know, just in and a part of all the creativity, just building your own business is an incredible accomplishment. So can you share what that looked like for you? And, and honestly, like any tips that you have for women who are listening, who may be thinking, Oh, I have this, I have this creative, creative element to who I am or what I do. How can I actually monetize that? Yes, of course. So um, that is a very good question. And I feel like um, when I became a single mom, I had a lot of advice uh, uh, from everywhere. Like, you need a safe job. I, you need a full-time job now. And um, and all these advice that people give you and offer you, trying to help. And of course, it's just with the best of intentions. And I, I was um, an art teacher in a public school and I had a one hour commute in the city of Jacksonville and I had to drop off my baby at 6 a.m. in his daycare, drive to the school, pick him up around 6 p.m. and drive back home, get dinner and put him in bed. So I feel like I didn't have, I wasn't not enjoying um, his first couple of years as a baby. Yeah. That's was that was very important for me because he was my only son. He was my only baby. So I wanted to be there for him. I wanted to be at home with him. And I, I, despite of all this advice, and I was aware that I needed to, to have a job and I needed a way for me to um, be at home. And um, I start asking in myself how can I how can I quit my job instead of oh no I cannot quit my job I need the benefits I need this it was like the safe the safety of a job but um, I start reading a lot of books and listening podcasts and um, watching YouTube videos of self-motivation and entrepreneurship and that's when I learn little by little how to get the first steps to uh, work for myself. I wanted to be a full-time artist. That was my goal because I wanted to pay from home and I wanted to be there for my little one before he starts school. So I did that. Um, I took notes and I asked lots of questions. I surrounded myself around people that have done it before, that they were much above where I was I asked and I asked questions and I think I wasn't afraid to ask that that was like a clue a key for me I always uh, tried to see uh, who was a possible mentor and um, I met um, 
a very good artist in Jacksonville, Dustin Harewood. Um, he was my first mentor. He was uh, the first person that I asked for advice, like how can I pursue art as a career, as a full-time job. Then uh, the Blanton twins, uh, one of them is a mom of teenagers. She did it. She had a, a full-time career in arts and for many years and then I asked her how do you do it and I asked every person that was in some capacity an entrepreneur and I feel like not being afraid to ask how can I set up a website how can I you know, take good pictures? How can I present my world, my work to the world? And um, I say yes to every opportunity, every opportunity to be featured in a, a show, in a coffee shop, from small opportunities to big opportunities. I say yes to everything. And um, I think I had a lot of mistakes in the beginning, but I feel like thinking in that um in what is my why kept me afloat mm. and um, it was very important and m taking art not as a hobby but as a full-time like a serious job was very important as well w waking up at 5 a.m before my baby wakes up until he wakes up and then working during nap times and working after he goes to bed it was um I think it was very crucial for me and making a plan. And um, yeah, I think that is how I started taking this more seriously and, and making it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there's so many amazing nuggets in there. Um, one that I heard was like just seeking out mentors, right? Seeking out people who have been where you want to be and asking them for their advice and wisdom. And I think um, as simple as that is, and I think we hear that all the time, so many of us either don't feel comfortable or um, so many women that I know, um, we kind of ask maybe like surface questions. And I love that your story is you asked everybody and also you asked them the simple things and also the much bigger questions, right? So, cause as you said, like, how do I build a website is one question, but also how do you actually make this work as a real human and a mother? And how do you actually uh, make this sustainable? That's a much bigger question. And being able to ask those questions, I think it sounds like for you is transformative. And I know is such a meaningful piece of entrepreneurship and leadership just in general. Yes. Yes. I think that was important. Um, the mentorship and um, I feel like it's, very hard because sometimes you talk to other artists in, in specifically in my area and most people say oh i um the starving artist made them and um many people is going to give you their lowest uh, thoughts like you cannot be a full-time artist especially if you have kids and um people with the best intentions, again, I feel like they are trying to encourage you to pursue some uh, safer roads. Mm. But it's a challenge, you know, like everything is a challenge. I feel like uh, if you learn how to navigate the, the ups and downs, and um, I feel like it, it gets easier. And I feel like it's important to seek for advice, it, but kind of 
declutter the advice that you get because you're gonna get you know like the very negative advice like oh I'm not selling as an artist and I you know and or if you sell so much you're going to be a sellout artist and you're going to have all kind of advice you have to appreciate uh, the intention of the other person to help and select what you want to keep that's not just about artists that's anybody because we even, you know, even with the best of intentions, everybody that you ask for advice is bringing their own limitations to the table, right? So to your point, they're saying, well, I wasn't able to do this, therefore you can't do it. Or I don't believe I can do it, therefore I don't believe you can do it. And being able to kind of parse through who is right and who should I take advice from? And also who should I maybe dismiss this one piece of advice they gave, but also ask the practical question, right? I think that's such a meaningful uh, piece of advice for everybody. Yes, and I feel like a big, big thing to me is dealing with imposter syndrome. And I feel like, how, like in some point we have like a little voice in our heads that says, what if, if this doesn't work out in one year? Or what if this doesn't, like, what if this was just like a lucky season? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you have to quiet that and you have to just keep your um, thoughts very positive and mm. keep saying, um, I'm grateful that it's working and I'm putting the work, I'm showing up and I am ready for the best that is yet to come. And yeah. just keep uh, positive and I feel like the more positive the more positivity that you bring into your work as an artist you're going to paint it on the canvas um, and it's like a vibration that you bring into your workplace um, I feel that it applies to many other spaces when you are negative it's kind of like a perfume that people can smell in a way but that's that that is important for me to just keep um positive mind in a grateful in a grateful mind um even though some days are very difficult and uh, just just keep trying to find something to be grateful for like something small it doesn't matter what it is like i'm very grateful that the light coming from the window is so perfect i am gonna keep painting and, and it's just i think it's very important. Oh, I love it. Well, um, let me ask you this bigger question that we ask everybody, right? And that mm -hmm. is um, what it means to you to live on purpose. So what that word means to you and then, you know, how you kind of incorporate that into everything that you do. Okay. To me, living on purpose means doing, uh, living in my values and I um in my vision for for life and I know that like in the beginning life might bring scenarios that I didn't plan for but just keep putting myself out there putting the work and putting my best energy putting my best attitude I think attitude is is what to me is my purpose and hopefully I can transfer that to my child that no, doesn't matter what you do just uh, follow your intuition follow your dreams and work for it make it work and ask yourself how can I make it how can I do this um, that I feel like that's to me 
Yeah, I love it. Well, and I, and we have children that are similar ages and they even know each other. (laughs) And um, I love meeting other parents, especially that my children hang out with their children um, who have that attitude, right. Who are kind of saying, bring that positivity into what you do, bring that intention into what you do. And no matter what, it'll work out. Right. So as much as we want our children and I am definitely there with this, be like, I want them to get all A's and I want them to do all these things. But in reality, whatever intention they're bringing or whatever kind of meaning they're putting into what they're doing is so much more important than like that external achievement. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. So so with that in mind, um, what would you say is like the characteristic or characteristics that have helped you to succeed as an artist, but also to kind of be where you are today, right? So just in the, in the bigger picture of your life. So uh, successfully uh, running your business, but also um, kind of framing up a lifestyle that was most meaningful to you. Yes. Well, um, I value so much my freedom, like my, the ability for me to make my own schedule, the ability for me to create my own routine and, and independently of um, any exterior factors. So I value traveling with my, my son, bringing him to Mexico and so he can learn the culture and um, experience a little bit of my family back there and um, practice his Spanish, of course. So to me, I've, um, that, is a very, that is very important. So perseverance in the goal and um, working towards it, even though it's not easy at first. And even though you have to learn how to relearn a few things, relearn uh, what is a single motherhood or what is a perfect life for you. You have that preconceived notion of what a perfect life looks like. I feel like that to me is very important to keep keep, um, defining that, reinventing that story and be flexible, be okay with chaos, be okay and enjoy it and enjoy uh, all the moments in, in your life and as an entrepreneur in your business, trying to have uh, specific goals, work towards them and um, be positive. I feel like um, the attitude is very important in, in what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you have this amazing story um, over time, right. Of how you kind of built your world into what it is today. And one of the things that I love to do kind of at the end of our conversation is to reflect back on what you shared about your sense of purpose and and your story and, um, ask you kind of a weird question, but one that I hope will kind of move us forward. And that is, you know, with all of that experience, everything you shared today, what is it that you feel called to do next? Well, um, I, that's a very good question. I, I feel like um, it's fun to imagine different scenarios, imagine different lifetimes. Um, I am hoping to be of service to others and to use hopefully my story to 
be um, an example for other mothers or other women that um, they are dealing with limiting beliefs or, or fears that what if I can't do it or what if I don't succeed? I feel like the question should be, how can I succeed and how can I do it? And um, I feel like the next for me is mentoring other people if I can um, in different ways of how to pursue their dreams and their goals. And I love, I love that it's about bringing the talents and, and the gifts that you have and figuring out how you can actually kind of lean down and help others up, right? So someone else who, like we talked about you seeking out mentors, but also now you're saying, okay, well, I've been able to achieve a level of success. Let me reach out and help somebody else who might be where I was. I think that's awesome. Um, for me, I want to say, because uh, I like to share like kind of what I'm called to do, right? And, and everyone who's listening can kind of think about what that means for them. Um, but I think, you know, when we originally connected about this podcast, you shared, you felt like your theme was about gratitude. And while I think you have a lot of gratitude in your story, the theme that is coming out of this conversation for me is reinvention. You've said that word a few times and um, you really, I think, have been able to create and reinvent what you wanted your life to look like. And also, you know, not reinvent, but invent this business and this persona. And as you said, figure out what is the, what should the photography look like? How am I going to sell both in my own gallery and in many other spaces? What is that going to be for you? And so I would say for me, I, I love the theme of reinvention and it's one that, you know, running a business myself, I'm always thinking about, okay, well, what is the next step? How can we do something that, um, builds on past successes or past things that we've done that have actually been meaningful, that felt purpose-filled, and then also um, build that into something that's either better for me personally, right, or um, better for the women in our community. And I, I love hearing your story of reinvention. It kind of reinvigorates that excitement for me around, okay, what are our next steps as we plan, as you said, to reach back and kind of help more women come up. So I'm so thrilled um, to have you on with me, but also to have you speaking at our Women's Wednesday event um, on June 7th at the Treasury on the Plaza in St. Augustine, Florida. So the tickets are selling out, but if anyone is listening to this uh, when it, and they're still available, I encourage you to go and grab them. They might be gone by the time this actually goes live. But, um, but thank you, Alma. That was so beautiful. I cannot wait for you to share a little bit of what you shared today and some of your other wisdom, as well as your beautiful artwork in person um, at Women's Wednesday on June 7th. So I cannot wait to see you there. And I'm so grateful for your time today. Thank you, Kelly. I'm thrilled. And uh, what an honor to speak into your audience. Thank you again. Well, I'm just thrilled to have you. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the She Is Fierce podcast. Join our community of fierce female leaders and women on the rise who are ready to level up, make more money, find more joy, and make their mark in the world inside our She Is Fierce membership, our high-level CEO mastermind circle for entrepreneurs, or at one of our sold-out live events. 
Choose how you want to get involved at sheisfiercehq.com.